1: Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more.
2: Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright.
1: Uh, Welcome in... The fantasy footballers feeling good, feeling great. Yeah, I've asked the producers yeah. to. <laughs> we are all feeling great. <laughs> all three of us doing well. Happy yeah, to be with you. I did, oh come on! There what we, is
2: this nonsense?
1: I did ask uh, Al Borland to uh, just bring bring a little something, yeah, something. There we go. I forgot this into the studio. Mm. You yeah, know, just everyone here's got a trophy.
2: That was mine last year. Let's put this right here. Yeah. Yeah, Let's that's good. we got enough no, room? I think, I think there's
1: room it's, over
3: it's, here. It's, it's yeah. very large. Okay. Yeah. Congrats, okay.
2: fellas.
1: Let's just kind of one on each side of Jason here. <laughs> proud of you. Proud of you
2: guys. <laughs> I, miss, <laughs> I miss you guys.
1: So, Woo-wee. happy new year, everybody. And what a new year it is. The rain begins.
2: <laughs> what do you Okay. Hey, hey I can just, touch my plaques. Yeah, okay,
1: Jason's finding his plaques on our trophies. That's fine. No other part of my trophy, though. Okay. <laughs> Happy to report that uh, after defeating the evil one, Josh, I did finish the job. Took yeah, care of business. That is great. That is great news. Jason graciously handed me the trophy that he had won last year, which I received and then embraced, and then well, we won't <laughs> talk about anything else. Yeah, because private times. <laughs> but but uh, and then Mike, Mike defeated me. Yep. Yeah. Quite handily in our Dynasty League. Your your team
3: did me a favor and a few of the guys took the week off.
1: I thought I could do it without CMC and Mostert oh, and Kamara uh, and everybody else that got hurt. The first
3: goal line opportunity for Christian McCaffrey was like...
1: Here we go. Here we go <sighs> here again. Here we, we go. Guy.
3: Get stuffed. And then the
2: old trickarouski to Debo, and I was very pleased. And then two minutes later, they were back on the goal line. It's like, oh, you are gonna get yeah. wrecked.
1: I knew. I'm. I'm happy for Mike. He has a uh, famous history of second place in our dynasty league. This is your first, yep, title. First, first, your first, first, and um, well, Jason's here too, guys.
2: Yeah, he's having a real
1: <laughs> special time this morning. Mike and I are walking by each other saying. Hey, champs! Just
2: congratulating our championships. Yeah, I'm happy for you, fellas. And
1: Jason, it's been so long since you haven't really got to experience it, glory.
2: It is my most my my most proud achievement is that since we started this show, we're in four main leagues. Uh, a lot more, but f- there's four main leagues I actually care about, and we've been doing this nine years. And in those four <laughs> in those nine years, I have this is the first time I do not have at least one championship, and it sucks. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> sucks. I feel so bad. This is like. Well, oh,
3: congratulations. Weird. Is it the giant trophies <clears throat> making you feel inadequate?
2: It just, it just, maybe it needs to fuel me, make me hungry for okay. next year. There you, you go. You know, mm-hmm. but instead I feel dead inside. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> Congrats to everybody out there that managed to win a Foot Clan title this season. We were, you know, on Twitter talking to so many of you. I jumped in the Discord this morning. And uh, thanked everybody for for an awesome year. And obviously there are some of you, scoundrels I call them, (laughs) that are in Week 18 Championship games. And we're here all week long. This is the final week of five shows, or four shows I guess, without New Year's, uh, before we shift to two a week. But we're a year-round podcast, so do not go anywhere. We'll be reflecting on the season. We'll be looking to the future. We've got um, the some- The footies are
3: approaching. The
1: footy awards, the nominee show, coming up very, very soon. It's
3: the greatest award in the history of humankind.
1: Mike, I uh, I don't know about you, but I went over to ShopBallers.com this weekend. Oh, I have not yet. And I purchased a championship shirt.
3: Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: maybe two of them. Okay. Maybe a mug as well. <laughs> I got them all. I wish they were here right now. Uh, and- uh, so shopballers.com lots of you have been grabbing those why shirts why am i here today <laughs> honestly you're su- I sh-
3: superfluous. i should have
2: just let you two run the, you're entirely run unnecessary the today we
3: andy and i are we're pretty tired yeah from all the celebrating yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean it was new year's and we were champs I mean, 2024 yeah what's a great
1: year um and then if you need actual swag which I've i've also been here uh, FantasyChamps.com, we have a special promotion. You buy a trophy for your league, which you can get engraved with your name. You get a free individual championship ring. You just put the code FREE RING in, and you get a $59 championship ring for free with the purchase of a championship trophy or belt at FantasyChamps.com. So you can swag out. And uh, a couple other shout outs, a couple champions to mention at the yep. top of the show. Um, We've got a Megaloball winner. Oh. Oh. Congratulations to uh, – how do you pronounce that username there? What? Oh, Man. Caleb Ski.
2: That is very loud celebration music. That is
1: That that was very loud. That <laughs> oh, feels uh, good. Andrews Jackson, username Caleb Ski, won the Megaloball with – Two hundred and sixteen point six four points.
3: I thought you were confused on the pronunciation of Andrew's Jackson. I was no, like what? That's pretty it's, easy. It's Andrews, but uh, it's con- really close to your to your name.
1: Congratulations! And uh, if you didn't hear us tease it earlier, we're going to be making some big improvements to the Mega for next season as well. But how many entries? I mean, Andrews Jackson ended up a top 20-80? twenty. Twenty thousand
2: people, twenty thousand yeah. plus people. So you are the champ. I went back. I looked at his draft. It was excellent uh solid top to bottom had some of those you know surprise draft picks late and um i believe he had the lamar jackson mark andrews stack thus the name andrews jackson uh
1: and then the listener league champion was crowned and it was not any of us which means uh mg phil who whose name is maddie
3: congratulations
1: took it home and also uh Believe, sign Wilson. I believe she had the best record in the regular season, too. Right? Yeah,
2: she she was very good. Pure domination. <laughs> Great job. Great job, <laughs> Maddie. We'll see you back next year.
1: Yeah. So uh, that's what we have here at the top. We're going to get into studs today. We're not going to focus a lot on the duds today. It's going to be the studs, the league winners. Tomorrow we'll have a chat about some disappointing players and what you view them as going forward. Follow the show all off long, at the FF Ballers on Twitter. And uh, let's talk some quick news before we get into the studs.
2: News and notes from around the league.
0: Presented by USAA Insurance.
1: Well, this didn't help my attempt against Mike. Christian McCaffrey left early with a calf strain. You weren't here in the studio, Mike. Jason and I were here. What did I say, Jason, right before the injury? With uh, Christian McCaffrey?
2: Oh, this was unbelievable. It was so unbelievable. He he literally turns to me and says, I just love that Christian McCaffrey never leaves the field. I don't think Christian McCaffrey played anymore <laughs> after that. It was like he had like a snap and a half.
1: Yeah, it was almost like the next snap he was gone. Elijah Mitchell was in there. He's not going to play in week 18. Devontae Smith, right ankle injury into the game, was on crutches in a boot. It's considered a minor ankle sprain unlikely to play in week 18 Jaden reed two touchdowns and then left with a chest injury going to have more x-rays he is or more tests
3: he is fantastic at two things <laughs> like, do you really good at both
1: do you being hurt and scoring, and touchdowns. scoring touchdowns do you believe my prophecy about him at this that point That he will be the that best he's their player? best wide receiver
3: uh, yeah, I th- I think that's it's fair to say going into next year, Jaden Reed will be the player that you want. But it's to me, I it's mean, de- it's like a lost season for Christian Watson.
1: Watson he- is much more to me the pickings of the situation, where where the I think I think Jaden Reed will be the Deontay, the the finer, more involved player, or Watson can still be an explosive player. But that's
2: just how I view. I, it. I think that's a really good comp. Uh, Jaden Reed showed a lot of skill this year he looked great every time we watched it it was like this this is a very good wide receiver and he's got enough speed where even though he's the slot guy and you don't usually get the the top like for instance Deontay Johnson doesn't usually have high-end finishes but Deontay Johnson doesn't quite have that same you know trick that Jaden Reed does with his speed 10 touchdowns yeah I mean he had he was awesome this year
1: all right, more injury news. Trevor Lawrence, hopeful to play in Week 18, dealing with the shoulder. Arthur Smith said Taylor Heineke is dealing with an injury. They don't know whether he's going to play. Mike Tomlin said Mason Rudolph will start again. Mike Tomlin, you old dog, you keep doing it. Now, their, yeah. odds, their odds of making the playoffs are very low, very low, like 17%.
2: Yeah, but with this roster, which is not that good, to still have a non-losing season is incredible, and this – which um, he's already accomplished, right? I yeah, mean, it's he's already, nine that's, seven. That's a done deal. So, um, but with regards to Mason Rudolph, this is not like Kenny Pickett is okay. This is he's he's made the move to Mason Rudolph to keep things chugging along where they're going well.
1: And then Alvin Kamara left early with a sprained ankle. Another one of my Dynasty running backs. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> disappointing. I know a lot of people were counting on him in the big week seventeen title games. But he, uh, we don't have any more information on that injury. But, you know, we got one week left. Mm-hmm. Any other news you want to talk about, Brooksy? No, sir. That was today's news and notes presented by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com slash insurance. One other thing I want to mention is we are going to get into all of the playoff scenario discussion tomorrow. So all the Week 18 playoff motivation, player incentives, All of those thoughts, we'll dig into that tomorrow. It should be an exciting final week. I mean, the the headline there is like, Buffalo wins their game. Mm. They are the division winner. Buffalo loses their game. The potential is that they're out of the playoffs. (laughs) That is uh, very all or nothing.
3: Oh, man, that's amazing.
1: All right, let's talk some studs.
2: This week's fantasy stud muffins. Well,
1: I thought I would read you the top ten performers for week seventeen to begin this segment. Number one was Lamar Jackson.
3: Mm -hmm. Big time.
1: Unbelievable performance. Number two, Jordan Love. Mm. Jordan Love. C D Lamb was three.
3: He was awesome. Oh man. Okay, who's got him in Dynasty?
1: Devon Jason can't speak on this show. <laughs> it's
3: really
2: hard. He has
1: nothing to say.
2: <laughs> well, because it's just anger. It's, it's all should. bad. It's He's all bad. You, it all you down. say Lamar Jackson. Well, I was in two championships this last <laughs> week. I played against Lamar in both. I don't. I'm not happy about that. You say, oh, Jordan Love was number two. Oh, it was a, one of those was a super flex. Guess what two quarterbacks he had? Lamar Jackson and Jordan Love. I'm not. I'm just here to...
1: I'm and then just we here get to, to but we got that CeeDee Lamb, and there's nothing bad you can say about...
2: Yeah. Him. He's great. I had him on my dynasty <laughs> league. Double champs. Until you two <laughs> fools convinced me to trade him away. How about this? Number four, got...
1: 21 targets. Yeah. Devontae Adams. The pendulum came back. Yes. Yes. So um, that if you want to know how my championship game went... I had Lamon and Adams as my starting two wide receivers. Uh, Kyler Murray, big game, beat Philly, ruined our draft pick. Way to go, Kyler. Kyron Williams, boy, what a season for Kyron! Yeah. Delivered all season long when he was healthy.
3: He is going to be very fun to discuss in the off season. Oh, I, top ten pick? Yeah, one hundred percent. He's that's, the top what, that's what I mean. Like immediately you go that, and then we're gonna be. Rolling in that NFL draft, every time the Rams are on the board, you go, uh, uh
2: They got their guy. They got their guy, man. They uh, – yeah, I mean, I think so.
1: And then uh, Joe Flacco. Just, <laughs> just <know>. guy. <laughs> at number
2: seven. <laughs> oh. I mean, well, it was Come a real easy matchup, an obvious play um, against the Jets without, With, without your, your number one, wide, number receiver. one yeah. wide receiver. Justin Fields and DJ Moore at eight and nine. Oh, that stack that – Oh man, that stack you created would have won Josh the championship this week if he beat you. Oh man, but he wasn't there.
1: And then number ten Isaiah Pacheco back from injury and just running like a uh, dude, like a cartoon dude, on every single play. My takeaway from Pacheco is the
3: apparently the time off like rejuvenated his leg speed. This guy is is the he is a dinosaur out there. He's just stomping. I mean, he's really fast, but destroying but, the ground. Yeah, he but hates
2: he's, grass. He's also like on that one play where he he goes to the right yep. sideline <laughs> and, and he and he like really gives it his all to just sprint. It's almost like he's doing high knees. <laughs> it's just like I'm, yeah. I'm pumping these legs so hard. Some guys glide like Arian Foster when oh, he ran. Yeah. It was
3: just it was smooth. Like how I, I don't know how he's moving that fast. Pacheco, you understand how he's at the speed because he is giving everything Thing he has into every single step,
1: stop, every, every, every single step. Every takes. time he takes uh, takes the ball, it's like he's trying to run faster than he ever has before. <laughs> and I give him he's like a jagged piece of glass out yeah. there. I mean, <laughs> in, incredible. All right, so those were your top ten performers for the week. But let's dig into each position and give credit where credit is due. Starting with um, before I get into the week seventeen performances, I just want to mention the top five quarterbacks. For the playoff weeks, that was Lamar Jackson at 31 points a game, Jordan Love at 28 a game, Baker Mayfield at 27 Baker. a game, Joe Flacco just under 27 a game, and Derek Carr. He did it. That's your top five from weeks 15 <laughs> through 17.
2: <laughs> well, at least Lamar Jackson is there.
1: Wasn't Dak, wasn't Josh Allen, wasn't Patrick J- Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, wasn't Jalen Hurts. So, uh, you, you know, we have a streaming quarterback segment all year long, and four-fifths of the top five quarterback performers were streamers
2: and, in and that we, category. And we had some of those, Baker and Derek Carr, uh, this mm-hmm. last week both. Um, and I'm sorry, Joe. Sorry, I didn't believe.
1: <laughs> so, Justin Fields had a big week 17 as well. In fact, he finished three of the last four weeks in the top four at the position if they keep him, which – Did
3: you see the, the crowd? No. no, the Chicago crowd chanting, "We want Fields." Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he played a heck of a game, so the mob is going to be on your side. But they were they were very vocal in letting Chicago know what they wanted.
1: Chicago's made a vast improvement over the second half of the year. They have defensively they've they've taken a step forward, and you know if you're if you're Chicago, it's tough because half of me is just like you just got to take the shot at a new quarterback is. The question that I would ask myself if I'm Chicago is, is Justin Fields legendary? And do you take the chance of hitching your wagon to maybe a middle of the middle of the NFL quarterback versus going for the legendary ceiling? That's thought one, but then thought two is like, well, Justin Fields became much better when you added D.J. Moore, and if you added Marvin Harrison in the draft, Marvin Harrison Jr. and D.J. Moore? Yeah,
3: which they could, I mean, they're... They have the number one pick, so they they can do the move that we were all as Cardinals fans hoping for of you look down the draft board, you go, Oh, hey Patriots, hey Washington. You, well, you sure cool. you well, sure let's... need a quarterback, right? Well, give us give us a bunch of stuff, and then we're gonna take Marvin Harrison,
1: which would be absurd. Think about the scenario for a dynasty manager of Justin Fields right now. Oh man. Two outcomes. Outcome one, you don't know where he's quarterback if he's a starter. Option two, they add Marvin Harrison Jr. Those yeah. are
2: the two outcomes. And if they do, then he is a, He's a great top... fantasy asset going forward long term because that means they've committed to yes. him. They're yes. going to be too good to have you know another one of these top five picks, and his fantasy production will be off the chains. That's exactly right. So you have the possibility.
1: If, if they add a Marvin Harrison Jr. to Justin Fields' team, to the Bears, is he a top three pick at, at quarterback? I mean, uh, I think he should be. It
3: will be worth discussing, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's it, ahead of Mahomes. Yeah, with you
1: would have Allen and Hurt's, Hurts
2: first. Yeah, there's my second. Two I was going with.
1: Right, and then he number three is up for grabs.
2: Yeah, he would be in that tier of what comes after those two guys.
1: Uh, Kyler went for two thirty-two and three in this game. In fact, he looked really good. Uh, the Cardinals dropped a couple spots in the draft because of beating the Eagles.
3: Being the playoff-bound Eagles. You realize the
1: Cardinals, with four wins this year, they beat Dallas and Philly? Those are two of their wins?
3: Well, I mean, if coaching matters, you do have a coach who has some history with that division.
1: I don't know if you heard me on Sunday Live, but I – I did. I I, yes. I I basically said that I agreed that yeah. Arizona was going to be close in this game because Jonathan Gannon
3: did, – I didn't think they would win. I know. I know. At I one point, Andy's like, "Oh, they're going to be- win,"
2: and I, I go, oh, "They're making it close. They're not going to win." And then ten minutes, later, I was like, "We're going to win this." <laughs> yeah, <game."> we just <laughs> knew.
1: We knew where it was going. Did you see? Josh Allen finished the season. He is now the number one quarterback. That's how he finished uh, the fantasy season, which means he's finished one, one, two, one, the last four years. Josh Allen yep. wasn't uh, an amazing game. No passing touchdowns. Two rushing. Fine. No Joe Flacco. Right. (laughs) He just kept running. Well, and, dude, he missed Diggs on a big – I mean, that's another player we're going to talk about tomorrow. Diggs, Kelsey Mahomes, they're going to be brought up tomorrow. So, quick break. Coming back with some more studs to talk about at the running back position.
2: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, you leave those emotions to fester and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever, but sometimes you bottle those things up too long and they develop into real problems. Talking things out. Working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy. Whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life, there's a lot of benefit. And you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online convenient and flexible. It's also easy to get started. You just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com footballers to get 10% off your first month. That's
0: betterhelp.com slash footballers. And replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restriction supply.
1: All right, your playoff league winners at running back. The highest scores through weeks fifteen through seventeen. Christian McCaffrey was number one
2: that's kind of not fair yeah <laughs> that's how big his previous two weeks were especially that uh that first playoff week when Mike and I got McCaffrey out of yeah. the playoffs where was where was the <laughs> where was the calf M- McCaffrey uh version nice Kyron Williams was
1: number two 22 and a half points a game Brees Hall number three at 20 point eight points per game James Conner. Number four at twenty point six points per game, and Jameer Gibbs was fifth.
3: Which James Conner in that Philadelphia game, he was fantastic.
1: He had he ran the gauntlet of fantasy football difficult matchups for the final four weeks mm-hmm. of the year, and finished as the running back five eleven five and three in that stretch.
2: And he was so doggone good. I'm I'm so happy that James Conner was your start of the week this last week encouraging people to like look Force I know it's I know it's a tough matchup but he's just been too good and he was too yeah. good the eagles great d-line they could not stop him every single play was just a huge chunk and then and then of course every third down we would take him out and oh we kept making fun to of pick that it up. yeah, yeah is one-handed
1: silliness. catch for a touchdown yeah. and yep. it's like oh that guy should probably Maybe Michael Carter shouldn't be out there, although Michael Carter had one run where he, he uh, dislocated he the ankles of the Eagles defender. James Conner, people want to know he's 28 years old, and I'm curious your answer to this. Is he a keeper option for yeah, people?
2: He is absolutely a keeper option. We uh, the, Jonathan Gannon was asked the question point blank about, oh, the tell age, me. about the age cliff, and he said that there's some players like. Like, James Conner is you, that you bet on. Well, I mean, you you, you <laughs> see it right now. Like, the, the play style of James Conner, right, it, it, it's almost more of a Marshawn Lynch type of uh, body capability. It's 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 a tough – it's really hard to tackle that guy. He's not some electric speedster that's going to lose a step and all of a sudden be uh, more difficult. He is a big, strong – tough runner and so um the point is james Conner is already under contract for a lot of money he has proven Uh, himself at the end of this year to be really really good and he he has the support of his coaching staff it
1: was five a carry this year just on just uh under five a carry this year
3: and the the devil's advocate will say is he is a eight and a half million dollar dead or or cap hit for next year if they if they did move on it's a three million dollar dead cap So a savings of five for the team. And yes, he's under contract, but it's zero guaranteed. So that could be a situation where they go back to the, the, the contract room and say, can I just, can I get something to make sure that, uh, I have some guaranteed money this year, but it will be, that'll be a storyline to watch for the off
1: season. What a finish for James Connor Mm -hmm. and, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, what a finish for him this year. You know, they just kept trusting Pacheco more and more in the offense. Clyde Edwards-Alaire didn't get his swan song.
3: That was upsetting.
1: And Pacheco ran wild, (laughs) 18 for
3: 130. Look, Pacheco is a better runner and a better player than Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But that matchup, watching what Pacheco is doing, yeah, Clyde would have had himself a good game.
1: Jerome Ford finished strong on Thursday night. Travis Etienne did what we hoped he would do two rushing touchdowns, including a big one in this game, and uh, first multi-touchdown game for him since week seven. So if you survived his down couple of weeks, which I I don't know how many people did. Yeah, it's tough. And then this was this was uh, really the surprise of the week on the ground. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, they ran wild against Seattle, just eviscerated them. uh looks like just under 200 total yards between the two, three rushing touchdowns between the two,
2: they they really couldn't stop Najee. Every every play it was it was a very James Conner type of game where it was just like it just kept working. Every play was like wow they, he's he's getting an extra two yards past wherever he's touched. Brees Hall ends the year at RB six against all odds or against
1: every obstacle I should say. <laughs> doesn't have a quarterback to threaten the secondaries. Doesn't have an offensive line, but he could catch the a ball recovering ACL all year long and. I will be very curious like I was making fun of the Simeon offense they were down two scores it was dump 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 Uh huh. I'm curious what a good what a normal involvement will be I, I would expect if I had to project it right now with Aaron Rodgers coming back next year that Brees Hall is still very active in the passing game not to this degree and way more efficient in the running game yes than he was this year and very much in play as a top five option
2: I, I would agree across the board but the involvement in the passing game this last month has just been comical. Do you know? Take a guess. What is his seventeen-game pace uh, at running back from the last For month? Targets, yeah,
3: seventeen-game pace.
2: Yeah, targets.
1: Is, you're going to tell me something silly like 150? No, uh, it's
3: going to be higher.
1: No, it's
3: 153
2: it target pace. That's a running back. Uh, yeah, that's not going to keep happening. That's, that's winning no, football. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a lot of people that believe Devonte Adams will be on the New York Jets next year a lot of people and so that mm. that'll be another discussion mm. that we had because
2: uh, soften up the running for him but it'll take away a ton of those targets Devon Achan
1: 14 for 107 five targets got into the end zone I'll be very curious where Devon Achan goes next yep. year in drafts i'm I'm thinking I'm thinking second round sounds about right and then Khalil Herbert finished strong the last couple of weeks Jonathan Taylor back into the end zone so there's your studs for week 17.
3: I hope that the Bears clarify running back for us this year. Like it was a, it was a pretty muddy mess over this past off season, Yeah, but it was,
1: Foreman ended up getting the healthy scratch,
3: and it was, yeah, the the Foreman. I mean, there is something off the field going on with Foreman, or a a uh, uh, an argument between him and the team because there was some weird social posts and. But anyways, the the point being, you knew there'd be value there, but you couldn't feel. Really confident, as showed by the ADP of like Khalil Herbert was their first running back selected, but he was a very, very late round pick. And he, I mean, he started okay, then Foreman
2: was great, and then Khalil Herbert has been great the last couple weeks. So hopefully we know. Yeah, hopefully year. they invest in a running back and, and, and make it clear. Right now it looks like Khalil Herbert has one year left on his rookie deal, so he's not paid much. Uh, he wasn't a high draft pick, so no, he was a sixth rounder.
1: We'll spend lots of time talking about prospective free agent running backs as well on the show over the next couple of months. At wide receiver, the league winners, the best fantasy scorers from, for the playoff weeks. Yeah, we see you. 15 through 17, here's the fun. We see you. CeeDee Lamb, number one, <laughs> 23.7.
3: What was that, Teddy? Was that 92?
2: Yes, it was. Oh, man. I, oh, I, was,
1: I was pants off <laughs> screaming through the home. When that happened, because it looked like Dak, who I had the stack, yeah, I mean, it was, was... going to get safetied on the play, and suddenly CeeDee Lamb. You know what I love about CeeDee Lamb, Tyreek, Jefferson? There's only a handful of them. You'd can... you think that the defense could play defense against him, and they can't. And they were so smart with CeeDee this season. They move him around all the time. He goes into the slot. Nobody ends up shadowing him because of that. It just means that he can be targeted like crazy. Number two. Despite playing two-thirds of the games, Amari Cooper with the highest per-game average, even when you average it out over three games. Number three, Amon Ross St. Brown. Just, I mean, you should call him automatic St. Brown. That's really what he is. And then George Pickens at number four. That's a funny one. It is. It's interesting, his involvement since they got rid of Matt Canada and then the Mason Rudolph.
3: The the Mason Rudolph switch, Uh, the – I really thought it would, you know, the two weeks ago, the huge game was like, yeah, Pickens is an elite athlete. This can happen, It's but it's a blip. And then, then he basically did it again.
1: And then number five, another fantasy football darling from the Rams. In fact, the two most valuable free agent pickups by far during the year yeah. include Kyron Williams, who we talked about, and number five here at wide receiver, Puka Nakua. And – Talk about an offseason discussion that we're going to have. Puka Nakua versus Cooper Cup in next year's draft. <laughs> oh, my gosh. With the age and the injuries that Cooper Cup have, has suffered. You saw another good game from Demarcus Robinson. The targets and right. the yardage was, was there. You know, Puka, tough to bring down, great after the catch, physical, go-to receiver.
3: We did Breaking also – Breaking rookie records. Just a you know small little news blurb here that McVay confirmed he will be back next year. So that's nice to get that, that right great. now because yeah. we – As
1: in McVay will be back. Yes. Puka as well, but – Well, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's Sean McVay where he, like if, if they make some kind of playoff run or Super Bowl run, then it was going to be, oh, here we go again. Is Amazon going to get Sean McVay away? Is ESPN going to get McVay away? He's saying, nope, he'll be back.
2: And I don't blame him. Puka finished the season. If if you want to look at it, the seventeen weeks as the season, as the wide receiver six from a fifth That's round from an undrafted.
1: I mean, you drafted him in our league, but you were in the minority. Yeah, he was one of the bigger free agent pickups. In fact, you know when we look at things to remember, if you invested your fab early mm-hmm. on Kyron and Puka,
2: you just you, get more bang for your buck in the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah. And uh, you got to get it right, because there were people that invested 100 percent of Fab on Zach Evans, and there were people that, you know, invested oh, a, a lot of Mercado, baby. Yeah, Fab on other players, but your potential output is the highest when you hit it early in the year. So week 17 specifically, CD Adams, they had the monster games. Um, I did not stand a chance against Mike and Dynasty when my two receivers were. Uh, this week, Tyler Lockett and Mike Evans is about nine points. Oof. And Mike's two receivers were CD lamb and Zay flowers, yeah. Zay flowers, three for one Oh six and a touchdown. Just, just three. It was just one long bomb, but that's well, all you needed.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice to know that that's at least a possibility for Zay flowers. The play was hilarious. It was a completely broken defense of Zay flowers, just running a go route on the outside and, uh, the, I don't know who rolled incorrectly the corner of the safety, but say Flowers threw the hand up. And then, I mean, the talent had to win there at the end where uh, he definitely could have got tackled, but he broke, I think, two defenders.
1: Brandon Ayuk finishes as a wide Dude. receiver 12 on the year.
3: Brandon Ayuk is very good. He's also about to get money. Sure.
1: uh Due to get paid. And then Amon Ra finished a wide receiver three. I'm going to mention a player I tried to. I jackknifed into my lineup to try to save me against injury and save me against Mike. Darius Slayton.
3: I mean, it was the best the best you could possibly do.
1: Four for one oh six and a touchdown, another deep bomb touchdown from Tyrod. You know, it seemed like Darius Slayton was a thing a couple years ago, and yep, then he was right. completely worthless. And then all yeah, of a the, sudden
2: the team they just they don't, the team turned on him. Yeah, they, they don't want him to be good. They don't want him it's to like, have the opportunity. It's but like, he's like, like Dorch. Yeah, it's like he's actually he's just a, he's pretty good. He's a pretty good wide <laughs> he's, receiver. He's going
1: to end the year uh, as their leading receiver. I mean, he he is. He's uh sitting at forty five for seven oh eight and three. It's well he an,
2: plays against Philly next if you're in week eighteen. So yeah, congrats. Yeah, he had seven hundred and
1: forty sure. and eight as a rookie. So he's got long speed and the ability to be a top tier receiver. Just teams don't like it. I don't know. Wandale looked all right mm-hmm. in the uh final game of the year. Bo Melton. Yeah. What? From anonymity. What? From the practice squad to 6-for-105 in a touchdown. <laughs> oh, Bo. Bo Melton plays for the Packers, in case yeah, you're curious.
3: Well, I'm sure many people don't realize.
1: And was the seventh-round pick. I mean, think about all the names. Malik Heath mm-hmm. and Dontavian Wicks and now Bo Melton. And Toure. And Toure. And so you've had, like, tons of these youngsters coming through. and
2: They have, like, no veteran – wide receiver and they've got a really nice wide receiver i mean and
1: jaden reed's a rookie too yeah um all right tight ends your playoff league winners at the tight end position weeks 15 through 17 you ready let's go david najoku number one 16.4 a game someone reminded me on twitter this past week that Travis Kelsey did not have his first number one overall season until he was 27 years old. That is David Njoku's age.
2: What? Are you calling Calling. David Njoku the next Travis Kelsey?
1: Ah, maybe.
2: Because I believe you said Trey McBride wrong.
1: (laughs) I like David Njoku's future. I do. Is that, he was 27? That's, you can vet it. You can vet it. I believe Travis Kelsey was 27 when he had his first tight end one season.
3: Possibly. I mean, it was because he had lost his rookie year. I believe that was an ACL. And then he was just really solid for three years. 805, 805, 1104.
2: It was, the touchdown jump did happen in his it was fifth his, year. His Kelsey's fourth year, I believe, is when he was uh, – oh, because he had the entire yeah. missed season. Yes. yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, look, if you break the season down from weeks, what, six on? Yeah, yeah six on David Njoku is was the number one, number one tight end. That's a long time ago.
2: And it, and it wasn't by a little bit. It wasn't like he was, you know, okay or, you know, he had one big blow-up game that just – the truth, you know, we'll have the, our truth series coming up here in a couple of weeks, taking a look at um, the not just how these players finished, but how did they – perform for fantasy are they reliable or not he was an every week must start um stud just and the most targets
1: in that span not just produ- he wasn't just like some touchdown scorer that lucked his way there he has six touchdowns i mean that's not crazy for a tight end 105 targets from week six on so we'll see what I mean, there's a lot of question marks in the offense in
3: yeah, Cleveland.
2: The, yeah, there will be. So, <laughs> and Michael, prob- Michael, eat it up. The, the problem is I, re- I realized like, they you have know, no I, choice. I, I, I wanted, I wanted Flacco to make this thing hard, it, win a Super Bowl and then be like, how do you move on? But they, they literally can't afford Correct. Flacco. Flacco's played his way into a contract. Like if he wants to play football next year, someone will pay him to play football and, and not the veteran minimum. Um And you know what team can't afford to do that? Yeah. The team that has all their money tied up into Deshaun Watson. The
1: target leaders that tied in this year, Evan Ingram, is number one on the season at 130. Hawkinson at 127. Najoku at 123. Kelsey is fourth. Kelsey will be another big discussion.
3: Yeah. It happens. It happens to everyone.
1: Number two behind Najoku over the final three weeks. Mike started the week of yeah, the last baby. week. Yeah, Jawan Johnson. Woo! Boy, it was not the start or the middle <laughs> that you wanted for Jawan Johnson. We saw this potential early in the off off season, and it just it wasn't his time yet, Mike. I guess he needed to. Uh, it was sit in the cocoon a little longer.
3: It was a strange ride for Jawan after the the breakout of last year, the excitement of the beat reporters for for Jawan through training camp. Then I mean, and then nothingness for three weeks. Then he gets hurt for a month or so. So the the, the <laughs> takeaway here,
2: I don't know what are you are on that.
1: I'm sorry. I just saw Deshaun Watson's dead cap oh. for next year. Uh, With, what
2: would it be if they were to cut him? $200
1: million. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, sorry. So they are not. the. But Jawan, big big. The nice thing for Jawan Johnson is that if he's been sitting at the back of your dynasty bench, there's at least some renewed optimism where it felt like in the middle of the season it was – why am I even holding on to Juwan Johnson right now?
1: Sam Laporta was three, Isaiah Likely four. Tucker Kraft was five. Uh, I did not read I uh, uh Travis Kelsey's name. Right.
3: And Or or the tight end one, uh, McBride.
1: The tight end one. Yeah. Your tight end one. Yeah. No, the in, the, your, the, heart, in yeah, your heart.
2: Yeah, the tight end one.
1: The. Uh, yeah, McBride was a little disappointing it was. over the last three weeks. It
3: was especially in that the game against the Eagles. It was like throw the ball to McBride. What are we doing? But, yeah, I mean, but it, he, Kyler had a good game.
1: Yeah, he was the tight end, twenty six and fourteen the last two weeks after his little run of of success. That'll be an interesting one too. If Arizona mm-hmm. ends up with, um, I think they're going to end up with neighbors. Uh, so another big wide receiver added to the mix. And I don't know if you saw this video of Hollywood Brown. Did you see him say he traded himself in fantasy early yeah, early in I the did. year? Oh, for real? Yeah, he was he was on like a, a internet chat. I don't know if it's Twitch or something, but he's like. He's like, early in the year, he's like, I'm not going to get the ball in this offense, and he traded himself.
3: <laughs> wow. Inside information. I <laughs> know. Maybe it be a little public next
1: time, Hollywood. So, yeah, Kelsey was on the losing side of both of our main league title games, if you think about that. Right. Uh, wasn't able to be the kind of powerhouse that we came to expect, have come to expect, and he definitely lost a step this That's year.
3: Interesting. interesting. Sorry, to go back to the Hollywood Brown. Yeah. I mean, if he felt that way. I mean he wasn't, you know, necessarily incorrect, but if you have that feeling and that's now what you think about that coaching staff, but you're going to yes, they could franchise him, but you're going you to you're going to think pretty strong about do I re-sign here or do I go to someone where maybe I make even a little bit less money.
1: The the opinion all through the year was the Cardinals are going to bring Hollywood Brown back yeah. and it doesn't make sense in this offense. This offense is built around physical, large wide receivers not the kind of skill set that Hollywood Brown brings. It was obvious that he wasn't getting targeted in the way that they they drew up the game plan, the way that these uh, the offensive sets were built. It, it's just I don't think it's a fit. If the Cardinals spend that money there, it's a waste of money, in my opinion, because, you know, you've got a lot of needs on that offense. So, personally, I hope he doesn't come back.
2: Uh, before we move on from Travis Kelsey, I'm just looking at um, the fantasy playoffs. And where he ranked through those three weeks? Oh, no. I want to play a little game. It's called Who Had More Fantasy Points? <laughs> during <laughs> the fantasy have, playoffs. Do we have the button? I want to play the game. All right. Who had more fantasy points during the fantasy playoffs? Uh, disappointment, Jake Ferguson. Oh. Or Travis Kelce. Oh, that's Ferguson. That it. That is. Yeah. How about... T.J. Hawkinson, who did not play a he week. He was very injured. He was injured. Or Travis Kelsey. I'm guessing two weeks of Hawk? Two weeks of Hawk, yes. <laughs> outscored Travis Kelsey through these playoffs.
1: We knew this day would come, and it doesn't make it feel any better.
2: Kyle Pitts, the bust of busts, who... Oh, no, you know, he had a little... He had a, at least a touchdown. Had a touchdown. He had a touchdown. He had a little burst. All right, okay. Well, let's make it a little harder. So it yeah. is Pitts. It is Pitts. Oh my gosh! Logan Thomas or Travis no. Kelsey? No, for the fantasy no. playoffs.
1: No. no, I know. I know Logan Thomas had a touchdown.
2: No. Yeah, it's Logan Thomas. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we got more. Let's get a little harder. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> harder than Logan? Tyler Conklin. Oh my For the gosh. Jets with backup no. quarterbacks or Patrick Mahomes' favorite target, Travis Kelsey.
3: <laughs> conk.
2: Conk, conk, baby. All right. How about no! Lucas Krull, if you know who Lucas Kroll is oh, baby, for Denver. Denver Broncos? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that a type of like a fish? Krull? Oh, that's Krill. <laughs> Go on. Uh it is it is Lucas Kroll. How about Johnny Munt? <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Munt. Is this just like any
3: tight end who yeah,
2: had a touchdown? You outscored basically. Kelsey? Yeah. Kelsey, Kelsey's he, pace
1: over the last three weeks was seventy three for four ninety eight and zero.
2: Yeah, he was the wide receiver 26 through the fantasy playoffs. Oh man. So Or tight end. T- yes, tight end. So that that's uh that's not He's gonna end
1: the year right. at number two because of the way he started because the first, you know, seven weeks of the year, he was on pace for the normal Kelsey one hundred thirty six for fifteen hundred and eleven. I feel like But from that point
3: on I feel it,
2: like something changed in his life.
3: Sure. Here's what I was going to say, though, I think based off of this year, you either have Kelsey retire or he, or he's going to be incredible next year. Like, he he
1: recommits. That's the kind of thing I need to hear to trade him properly in Dynasty. He,
3: I mean, this, this is just all, you know, shooting from the hip, from the gut of, like, when you have an embarrassing season like this and the Chiefs could still win the Super Bowl. Like, they have a roster that it, they could figure it out. They could also get bounced in their very first game mm-hmm. and just be thoroughly embarrassed for the Mahomes era. And I feel like if that happens and Kelsey does come back, he's going to be – Do you think him and
1: Mahomes will ever, ever, ever get <laughs> back together?
3: I don't know at this point.
1: Yeah. Oof. Oof. T- tight end is always a good time, but maybe we're reaching the point where we don't see Oh, we've – We've got a new cast of characters now. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think Laporta is going to be the number one yeah, tight I, end in next year's draft. I don't disagree.
3: Really, I yeah. do.
1: Yeah, and I think um, I don't think there's going to be one going in the first round. Maybe not the second round. I think we may we may be at a different stage for the tight end position. But well, I mean, it's hard because you can believe that Kelsey's going to bounce back, maybe. But I don't believe with a first or second round pick
3: right so yeah yeah that's gonna i don't be, believe
1: that's strong i mean he could end up being a nice gamble for a dynasty team that's going for it considering how hard it is to get a contributor every week but
2: that's a man trying to talk up his trade value <laughs> that's what i'm hearing i mean i i, uh, I can always tell when andy's oh, being man. personal on these players he really <laughs> likes because he's sneaking them in his lineup or that yeah, was, you see me. Yeah, you know, I, I see you. And I, see, you and I see and I see I see this right hey, here. Hey, if you got Travis Kelsey in your dynasty team, you should be
3: doing the exact same yeah. thing. Talk him
1: up. All right. Well, you scal- out. scoundrels. It's scoundrel time. We're All gonna right. we're gonna talk some quick waiver wire. But at the top, I want to remind people we have the waiver wire rankings on the website for the week eighteen players, the fantasyfootballers.com. Click the waiver wire rankings, but we'll jump in right now.
2: Put me in, coach.
1: All right. Talk about running back pickups. I think we all have the number one waiver wire pickup of the week
2: as Elijah Mitchell. Yes, 100%. It, right now, it looks like Christian McCaffrey not – I mean, we don't know for sure, but that – No, he's going to be out. He, yeah, I think so they've officially said that. Oh, has it been official? Uh, not from the team, but we've had – Oh, he's yeah, out. Yeah, the he's expectation gonna, is that yeah, he does not play, yeah. yes. And so, with, with that truth, then you've got to have Elijah Mitchell as, as the number one. I mean, this is – Obviously, it's the last week. There's nothing to save on to here. So when you're like, how much do I spend in FAB for anyone? (laughs) It's all of it. Uh You should not finish this week with a dollar left in in FAB.
1: The other running backs to pay attention to, Zamir White, Khalil Herbert, Justice Hill after last week's performance.
3: That was wild.
1: Jamal Williams in place of Kamara. Mm -hmm. And um, there you go.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the big list. The... The nastiest of nasty boys uh, will be, like, do you think it's all Elijah Mitchell or does Jordan Mason work into the San Francisco offense?
2: I'm, uh, I'm fine grabbing Jordan Mason as well. I mean, you're, you're going to have see to. see how the week progresses. Yeah, if, if news comes out. But it will be Elijah Mitchell ahead of Jordan yes. Mason.
3: Yes. And then the the last one, I'll mention it because, look, Baltimore is done, right? Baltimore has nothing to play for. They are locked into the number one seed. <laughs> and I agree, dude, oh, it's going it, to, yeah, That's a d- week 18 d- 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 play. This, is, this is what you get. That's right. If you are, <laughs> if you are doing your championship in the final week of the NFL season, this is what you get. Melvin Gordon might be the starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens.
1: That is a great point. Wide receivers, the Dortch in Arizona getting opportunity seven for 82. He's a good player.
3: Can't wait for them to bench him again.
1: Demarcus Robinson,
3: just keeps getting it. Six done. for
1: ninety-two. Uh, also had an end zone target. He didn't end up in this one. There he is, Slayton, with Tyrod Taylor. He yeah, gets Slayton's got to be way up there. He's, he gets deep shots. Um Trey Palmer for for Tampa got back into the end zone. He's a good he's a good player to pay attention to in dynasty leagues at this point. Yeah, that's fair. with Evans departing, and then um, you know Bo Melton. People want to talk about Bo Melton.
3: Yeah, is he the
1: – Jaden Reed could be gone next that, week.
3: That was it. Does he move into Jaden Reed's opportunities? Uh, it I mean, seems like it. You'll have to see what the health is of uh, – Wicks didn't Wicks. play last week. Yeah, but is Dontavian Wicks back this week in that move Bo Melton right back down Rookie the – Rookie
1: roulette.
3: Back down the depth chart. So it's it's something to pay attention to. Hey, and we'll see what Christian Watson's status is as well.
1: At the tight end position, pay attention to, well, Jawan Johnson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the big week, uh, that would be a heavy fab spin for me if I needed a tight end against Atlanta in the final week of the season. Uh, what is the current uh, – let me see. If Bucks lose, winner of the game is NFC South champ. So, Falcons-Saints, they're playing for it. Yes. So, Buccaneers, if they lose, it'll be the winner of the Falcons-Saints game. So, Juwan's in
2: play. Tucker craft um, the Green Bay Packers need to win as well um, that's the, they're playing for something and the Chicago matchup is pretty good for tight ends Tucker craft has been okay yeah if if, if Jaden Reed isn't there you know you rookie roulette but I right, right, right. play the tight end yep
1: Packers win they're in defenses for the final week of the year you want ones that are motivated and so we'll get into more of the motivation tomorrow as well but you know Tampa Bay they're yep. playing for something and they're playing against Carolina so yep. that is very valuable um Jacksonville plays Tennessee that would be one to pay attention to with Will Levis leaving again Ryan Tannehill and the uh the remains of Derrick oh, Henry <laughs> the uh
3: the old no amount of snow can save this decline Henry versus Houston
1: <sighs> the beginning of the year we thought that that would be yeah incredible but it was It was not. It was not. Yeah, Houston has taken just incredible steps forward as a franchise. Yeah, the, I mean, they might man, have, if they win this dude, week, they're in the playoffs.
2: They genuinely have a, a strong possibility of having the offensive rookie of the year mm-hmm. and the defensive rookie yeah, of the it's year. Yeah,
1: I was going to say,
3: did – I mean, Arizona, they better hit on that Houston Texans pick this year. Which is now going
1: to end up in the teens. Because
3: tr- bypassing Will Anderson may yeah look really, really dumb in about two years. It already looks bad, but you could feel catastrophic.
1: All right. Like I said, all the waiver wire we <laughs> try that again. Jason, why don't you say it?
2: Oh, you don't want me to say it, but the <laughs> waiver the wire waiver rankings? wire <laughs> rankings are Urgh. on our website. Uh you can you can go and see The fab spins, the orders, more players than we mentioned today and compare them to who's available in your league. And even though you're playing on week 18 and you should update your league, we are here for you. We're putting the research in. We want to make sure you know we got your back and we're going to get your title this week. Full stream ahead.
1: The Cardinals get the Texans pick, which is currently 17th. Mm Hmm. Hmm.
3: From, from projected number one or number two, overall pick, 17, huh? Some good work, Houston.
1: All right. Streaming quarterback options. I'll go with Baker must win game against Carolina. He looked bad in the first half and then he turned it on yet again. Uh, almost came back in that game. He's been top 12, three or four weeks. He's been a top five fantasy performer. So if you're in it, if you're in week 18, baker is the perfect guy to get you a title
2: yeah no i i I like it um mike why don't you go next all right i'll go uh i think jason's
3: guy we'll we'll talk about that should be the guy to go to but tyrod taylor gets to play philly taylor coming off of a an excellent production game and philly's that team he runs the football too he's well he runs i mean and kyler murray had looked atrocious for weeks at a time plays philadelphia Comes through with I mean a big win for the team and a huge fantasy performance. So I'm I'm taking Tyrod if you are in the mucky muck. And my
2: streaming advice is pick up Joe Baker <laughs> or pick up Tyrod sure. Flacco. Uh your guys' streaming options alongside Joe Flacco. I would put Joe Flacco on my roster first. He's shockingly still available in leagues, maybe dropped a lot this last week because yes. of the matchup. Um he's been on fire. Now they're not playing for anything. They're locked, so we don't know for sure he's going to play this week. But with you know, or play at, a whole game, yeah. Look at your look at your waivers and who's available. I would pick him up because I think we'll have you know news by the end of the week, and I'm not worried about you know if they bench him uh, in the fourth. He probably had a good game already. Or there's there's they're he had the good game without Cooper, but there's no way that Cooper plays this week. That's fair. So, yeah, and you need to be prepared with everybody this week that they could sit.
1: Absolutely. That is going to do it for today's episode. Congratulations. Congrats to everybody out there. One final reminder, ShopBallers.com for your Foot Clan title swag. Shirts, hoodies, mugs, all the – I mean, I found myself wanting to buy everything that existed for champions over the weekend. Winning will do that. And um, including the ring I already purchased and the new plaque for this fine trophy and –
3: that's good work, champ.
1: Uh, yeah, nice job, champ. So, uh, on that note.
3: Yeah, we got to get this in the let's, camera. Uh, let's
1: go ahead and switch that camera angle. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.
3: Hey, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all the rest of the week, too.
2: Goodbye. Whee! Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com. And follow us on Twitter, at The FF Ballers. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com.
1: When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower,
0: Start planning your next getaway and find You're Perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.